What's up, everybody? Welcome to the No Tomatoes podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm here with my brother, Titus, as always. Hello, everybody. And today we have a special guest, Patrick Bush from Patman Dronography. Uh, he's one of our good friends from way back, and uh, he's just going to talk about his experience with drone flying as a hobby, a side hustle, and um, we're really excited to get into that with him. But before that, I'd like to ask Ty, how have you been? I've been doing pretty well. I uh, went full-time at Aldi. I was only part-time before. Uh, so that's been, you know, taking up a, a job's amount of time. Um, <laughs> but... I mean, other than that, been kind of hanging out, not doing too much. Uh, still planning a wedding, but that's kind of been a little slower right now. Why is that? Uh, it's just um, we got to get the – I mean, we got a lot of the stuff fleshed out. But, I mean, really when you're planning a wedding, you get you know your invitations, and then you get that dead zone where you have to wait until the next thing that you could do. Like I can't get my marriage license until a month before. I can't get, yeah. uh, I can't decorate the building until like a day before. Yeah. Um, so it's like, all right, well, I kind of have to hang out and wait, and I'm kind of waiting to see for suits because suits are like, it's if you want to buy a suit, suits are expensive. But you can always get deals on them. So I'm kind of waiting for like Easter sales or whatever. Yeah. So. I mean, you already rented a suit for my wedding. I did. <laughs> and those were expensive. I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, most people can get their suit, like buy their suit if they want. If they want to rent, I, they can too. But I'm, I'm going to offer, you know, hey, there's deals on suits if you guys want to pick them up. You know? yeah. That's true. It's always good to have one. Yeah. Just kind of sitting around. One that fits you too because I have one from prom. It wasn't tailor-made, but, like, it fit really well, and now it really doesn't yeah. because... Yeah, it's, I mean... Big boy. Get the get the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gotta go to the gym, though. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I've, I've now drank... Uh, this is my third can of Mountain Dew today. <laughs> Starting early, I see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I got up at, like... 4 30 when my roommates were going to bed oh yeah no i didn't do that <laughs> yeah yeah I, I didn't sleep well either so i needed a lot of caffeine I, i'd say most of what i run off anymore is caffeine yeah and maybe four or five hours of sleep mm. if i'm lucky i get yeah i usually get more sleep than that i but i also only work 20 hours a week and i'm poor so i'm trying to figure out how to not be poor <laughs> And work more than 20 hours. Well, I mean, you don't want to work 60 hours a week. So. I, no, I don't. So I don't want a full-time job. Like, I have to find a part-time job that will let me have certain days off, which is tougher right. than finding another full-time job. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, my wedding planning is going okay. <laughs> we have, yeah. we're, we're having to pare it down from 150 to 50 to 100 ish but yeah now we're getting uh our reception in a barn so we can have more than f 10 people because we was 10 it was gonna be at the country 10? club and they were like you can only have 10 people and we're like mm, we're gonna go somewhere else so we were like contacting the church and like hey can we put up a tent afterwards but then we're like oh the church's lawns go in a slant like this like 
90, Everybody's gonna be dancing. It's basically ninety. No, it's not ninety degrees. It's like twenty-eight degrees, but still, it's it's a slam. So we we decided there was a this barn that we could get for like two grand. So we're like, hey, we're gonna do that. There you go. So it worked out. Cool. But anyways, without further ado, we're gonna transition into our main episode with Pat from Patman Dronography. That's some pretty complicated stuff to play. You don't have respective hands. Do I do? <laughs> you absolute trash. Having a good time. Yeah. I'm just enjoying myself. I use like so just so fun. <laughs> the song sucks. Yep, that's true. Welcome everyone to the No Tomatoes podcast. With us today is Patrick Bush, who is the owner of Patman Dronography. Oh, he's got he's even got the the hoodie and everything. Um, oh, and yeah. I, what I love, yeah, I love your, um, your slogan to get above the competition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. You're really on top of those <laughs> like, surprised. taglines and everything. I'm surprised. I, uh, I was actually able to come up with that by myself and didn't like <laughs> Google it. <laughs> <laughs> you hire someone to come up with a game, a slogan. <laughs> No, if you guys need something, let me know. I, <laughs> I think I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but something to do with no tomatoes might be difficult. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We we've <laughs> we've put ourselves in a hole with that one. It's a difficult yeah, marketing a bit. campaign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you live in Battle Creek uh, with with Kylie, your wife, and you just got a new baby boy. Correct. How Hudson, old? he's freaking awesome. He's five months old and learning new things every day. It's a, uh, I'm learning new things every day too. With him, so. <laughs> Holy cow. Being a parent is no joke. Oh. And I'm, I'm only five months into it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, Natalie's trying to talk me into it like as soon as possible. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. My fiance, to... my fiance is trying to do the same thing. She's like, ah, yes, month into marriage. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> oh, wow. How old are you, Titus? I'm only uh, I'm 19 now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah don't rush it. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm trying not to. <laughs> she's she's on a different uh, level there, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to merge your schedules. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Cause that is, yeah, it's no joke. Yeah. So ty- if you enjoy sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard though that uh, baby naps are some of the best, you know, just sleeping on the couch with a baby in your arm. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Until they wake up and wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you're not sleeping, it's great. It is great. <laughs> Funny. So Ty and I know you from uh, Michigan Singers for years and years since we were in youngins in high school and middle school even. But yeah. um, how did you? I f- I forget the history with you and Kylie. How did you guys meet? So we met at church. Her dad is a pastor. I married the pastor's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we. I grew up in Midland. And really through music, I was on like the worship team at church and saw her all the time. And we probably met when she was like 10. 
And I was always like four years older than her or whatever. And then uh, we just kind of grew up and uh, got together, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then the family, Jeff decided, or I wouldn't say he decided to, but he, uh, he picked up and, and moved out here to Battle Creek because he felt the calling to another church. And Kylie and I weren't married at the time. So I, I basically said, see you later, Midland. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm chasing my love. <laughs> so, so that's how I ended up here in Battle Creek. Okay. But yeah, yeah, there was nothing really in Midland for me anyway. So gotcha. Yeah, I'm I... glad, I'm glad I did it. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause I saw you, um, you were originally from Midland. I didn't know that Pastor Jeff was originally from this area as well. Um, yeah. So that makes sense. That's yep, cool. He was at Floyd Church of God in Midland. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, now you're at um, North Avenue with him and um, uh, Spitters. What's his name? Brian? Yes, okay. Brian Spitters. He's yeah. the youth pastor. Very cool. He was my uh, camp counselor once. It was fun at time. Warner? Yeah. Yeah, he actually texted me today. He's just like, hey, do you want to maybe fly the drone for an event that I'm having at the church? And I was like, oh, what? yeah, what's up? What are you doing? And he's like, well, the kids are having a Nerf battle inside. And I was like, Hmm. first of all, flying my drone inside is a little bit more difficult. (laughs) And the last thing that I want to do is fly it around inside with a bunch of kids that have Nerf guns. (laughs) That's very, that's dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Like it, the, that investment was way too much to be flying around a bunch of kids with Nerf guns. Oh yeah. So how much, how much does like, your drone um and all the video equipment cost so i yeah i'll just tell you so uh, the drone i've got about twenty one hundred dollars in on the drone mm-hmm. and my computer that i use for editing and that i'm using now that has a, a freaking 720p <laughs> camera <laughs> For crying out loud, that was it was twenty three hundred dollars for this. Oh man! I use a my phone for uh, like to control the drone. It attaches to the controller, so I guess you could count that as a cost. I also use an iPad uh, Pro to edit on the go. Mm-hmm. So if you if you add all that up, uh, I'll let you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. That's so money. yeah, the drone is just like. People are like, well, how much does it cost? Oh, that's not bad. It's like, okay, well, you got a drone. Great. How are you going to edit the videos? Right, like, how right. are you going to market? How are you mm-hmm. going to? There's all these different things that people don't like include in that initial startup cost. Mm-hmm. But once you get set up, I mean, it's uh, smooth flying. Mm, that's cool. What about the uh, like the licensing um, for like flying it in areas like certain like cities? So uh, in order to fly it commercially, a lot of people don't know this. In order to make a dime off of your drone, you have to be FAA Part 107 licensed. Mm -hmm. So you have to take the Part 107 test through the FAA, which is like you go to like a testing center and you take this test that costs $150. Mm -hmm. If you pass it, uh, your SOL, you got to or if you don't pass it, your SOL, you got to restudy 
take it again and take or pay that 150 bucks until you actually pass it. Mm. And then after that, uh, your name is like entered into this Epsim's website where like all these other droners are and actual like commercial pilots are all registered. So you could go to this website and search me up and, and see that I have a, a part 107 license. Huh. But the, the biggest thing when I first started flying was just like, Oh, I know all these rules and regulations and it, it makes me so mad that, all of these realtors are just going out and buying like a $200 drone and they're taking photos for houses and they're not licensed, which is like big time oh, illegal. Yeah, they don't even no. realize it. Yeah. They're stealing my work. And oh, like, no. But now I'm to the point where it's just like, man, I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. If you want like more power to you. Yeah. Did you ever like take, cause that test, um, requires some study did you ever take like lessons i did uh oh gosh what was the it's like a lifetime membership to i don't remember what it was called i could look it up hmm. but yes i did i took a, a class that was 150 dollars for the class but it's a they always update their content to because regulations are always changing especially in drones because it's like such a new technology such a new market mm -hmm. and uh so i took this class 150 bucks they walk you through like all these different things that could be on the exam the airspace the you name it it's on there yeah and the reason that i chose this class was because that they said if you don't pass it the first try we'll pay for your second try oh so it's kind cool. of like an insurance thing it's like you i I was weighing my options, but right. a lot of people take it and they, they pass it first try, but I'm not a great self-studier, mm. even though I've got a, a bachelor's degree from an online university. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> uh, but, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. It's a little bit of an investment, but after you get your license and set up your, uh, what is it, a uh, small business sole proprietorship it is a tax write-off <laughs> mm -hmm. that's good that's cool for licensing and stuff like that yeah training and whatnot and that's another huge thing was learning about all of these different like how you have to do your taxes and how to set up your small proprietorship and how to so i mean it there was quite a bit to it it's not just like going to buy a drone and yeah flying it and making a bunch of money yeah i know i but, um the first thing i i thought of um with the licensing was like uh there's a guy that went to my school that actually did this online lesson so he's just putting up the lessons and he's making money without even having to you know do anything i thought that was pretty crazy yeah heck yeah so, and i also noticed that like youtube and the faa has been like cracking down on on people that have drones that that use drone footage in their videos like they're they are taking videos down that if you're not an FAA licensed pilot and mm -hmm. you are monetized on YouTube, mm -hmm. they'll take your video right down. Well, hey, that's huh. good news for you though. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I know like crazy. Canada's taking it even more serious and they're oh, they're really? dishing out fines. Hmm. But that's a whole different ball game there.
But I also I also work in in the aerospace field uh, at Parker Hannifin. Okay. Uh, I fly flying drones is just like a hobby. Uh, I my side hustle okay. really. But uh, yeah, I have a I have a full time job, so I'm not super dependent on drone work. Mm-hmm. But I love I love flying drones and I love making videos and whatnot. So yeah, your uh, your trailer was was bomb. <laughs> I was watching. I was like, hey, dude, it took me <laughs> it took me so long to edit just like that very first scene where like my logo is stuck on the side of the building and it's like panning around. Mm-hmm. But you know. Anybody could do it. It's just a YouTube video away. Like, right? Yeah. How to how to map out videos? I don't even know what it was called. Three D map the video. Mm-hmm. But that's another uh, expense there. Photoshop, Adobe. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Photoshop is is yeah. killer. I got lucky because Natalie uh, has that already. I just steal hers. <laughs> yeah. If you from your pro, from your pro, yeah, and like yeah. that first that first scene, I had to do an After Effects too. So, mm. yeah, wow. thanks. I'm glad you like it. I really like that too. I'm like, man, I got to put that at the end of every video just because I'm so proud of how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if mean... you look at it, even like my logo has like it's like a a moving design, so the inside of it's like. It looks like electricity on the inside of my logo, and it it seriously took so long just for that one one tiny clip. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel with music editing. It's just like, oh my gosh, it takes so long. But, I can't uh, even imagine. Yeah, I have like I uh, I work with a guy who uh, I used to be in a band with him as well, and. Uh, Unfortunately, I had to quit because I went back to school and I like didn't really have time for it. Well, just recently he had me uh, lay down a track on the drums uh, and export to him as like a MIDI file, okay, and have with... him do all the editing and everything like that. So, <laughs> so you man, use that's like the way a, to go. The electronic drums. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. That's cool. And then he, but stupid. Like I don't really have very much music software i guess recording software yeah so i just use GarageBand, and GarageBand like does not let you export a midi track really yeah well that's dumb that's, <laughs> it is very dumb really it's like locked down wow so i just had to send him like the audio file and he yeah. had to work with that yeah i've done that before it's not too bad but it's just an extra step I feel bad for him having to master it because it's just like, I don't know what drum sounds you want, like, or what's going to fit in the song. Like you're pretty limited to what you can do when you're just receiving the, the file and not the, like the MIDI itself. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. I mean, there are ways to convert it from audio to MIDI, uh, depending on what kind of software you have, but. That's cool. So you said well, you're, maybe he was a, yeah. you're at Parker Hannafin for your actual full-time yeah. job. What yeah. does that entail? So actually I just got a promotion, which is pretty sweet. I, I was a quality data analyst. So I, I do a lot of like spreadsheets and I'm basically the quality department and I don't know, 
pretty much anything else. The the millennial that the mo- millennium. Like, oh, come! I have this uh, Visio swim lane that I need you to do, and I'll sit through this like big long meeting that's way over my head, <laughs> and I'll map out a process for them on on Visio or. Like they have a Microsoft issue, so I'm like doing that. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of, a lot of what I do is, uh, like regulations, process control, and stuff like that. But uh, just starting Monday, I I got a new job title as a senior quality program coordinator. So mm-hmm. I will be doing the same exact thing. Basically, for the same exact person, just a a, a different pay grade. So, huh. that's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I, so when it, I'm so happy. So when you run into a problem, you can you can't say it's above my pay grade anymore. That is pretty pretty close. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. But absolutely, yeah, because I do say that quite a bit at work. <laughs> like, I'll just I'll forward that to the engineer. I'll forward that to, yeah. but I do I deal with a lot of customer rejection stuff too. So, and it's pretty cool because I talk to people from like literally all around the world because we ship parts all around the world, and there's always paperwork issues that need solved. So I'm talking to people from Germany, from wow. Japan, from a lot of Europe customers. So that's it's it's pretty cool. Like I was out golfing one time and I had somebody from Rolls Royce in like New Zealand call my cell phone <laughs> for an issue and I'm just like, man, I I did not get paid enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Wow. So so the company yeah. mostly just it sells uh sells parts. Yeah, yep, aircraft parts. So our big customers are like Boeing and Airbus, uh, Gulfstream. And there isn't a commercial aircraft that you will go get on that does not have a Parker part on it. And there's a good chance when you get on that plane, I signed the the airworthiness tag for hmm. for one of those parts that's on it All because right. I've been doing it for so quite a while if now. If you ever die on an airplane, we know who to blame. Well, the FAA will come find me. <laughs> so, do you operate your your drone business exclusively out of Michigan? Mm, yes and no. It depends on how big the the payout is for a job. If I'm going to travel anywhere, mm-hmm. and it has to be very very pretty for me to even go down to like Indiana or Ohio. Yeah. which is only like two hours away. Right. Like I'll go to Midland, no problem. <laughs> but I don't know. There's just something about going south for something that I'm like, nah, huh. I'll pass. Gotcha. And then you get into like taxes and stuff too. And then you have to right, doing the out claim state you made revenue. money outside the state. Yeah. yeah, that's always a pain. But I know I'm going to Tennessee in April. And you better believe that I'll have my drone taking pictures and videos <laughs> yeah, for for myself right, right. and my YouTube page. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because the last time I went, I had, like, my old drone, and it was before I was even, like, licensed or anything. So mm-hmm. I'll be excited to go get some get some great shots with the, the Mavic 2 Pro. Mm-hmm. What, what, like, originally interested you in drone flying? I used to live in Midland, 
and my cousins <laughs> oh man this is funny my cousins and i went and bought uh like a little tiny drone it was like actually <laughs> it was about this size <laughs> these are like my indoor basement ones i've got two of them <laughs> nice <laughs> and we just like we climb around the basement and, you know it's fun my dogs absolutely hate them oh. but anyway it was about that size and it was like 60 bucks and uh radio shack had this thing where if you broke it lost it whatever they would accept your return and give you a brand new one so we must have been in like no fees no nothing mm -hmm. like no 12 dollar replacement fee wow. it was a loophole in there <laughs> that's probably why they're out of business my cousins <laughs> and i because <laughs> i probably went through like 12 or 13 of those little 60 dollars drones oh man <laughs> but yeah so that's what started it because it was like it was so fun just going out and flying mm -hmm. and i'm i'm like super interested in like flying mm -hmm. i work in the aerospace industry right. i love flying places like mm -hmm. i've jumped out of planes like mm. there's something about being in the air that's just like so incredible but yeah so that's pretty much it that i was just born to be in the air <laughs> and it's a very cheap way to be in the air yeah yeah it's true I, I need to get. I wish those uh, sixty dollars drone loophole was still a thing. I would get some. <laughs> yeah, I know because it was great because you like you weren't afraid to crash. <laughs> right. It. Yeah. You could just. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like what? It was like having a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, good luck finding a Radio Shack. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how um, have you had any difficult customers? with your drone flying? <sighs> like... I have had one person that didn't really understand that, like, you, I can only go so high. Mm -hmm. Like, 400 feet AGL. That's the max limit for drones. So, unless there's... Man, it's so hard to to talk to people without like over explaining mm. drone regulations. Right. <laughs> but anyways, so for simplicity's sake, 400 AGL is the highest that I can go. And, and, and they're like, I want one picture of my 75 acre land from the very top, just facing down. Uh, like, well, first of all, there ain't a camera that has that wide of an angle right, lens yeah. <laughs> to capture all of that from 400 foot. Yeah. So like, and I try to explain that, like I'm in, I'm not going to be able to take a picture straight down of your property, like mm. Google earth. Like if you want that, go to Google earth and take a screenshot. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the only way you're going to do that without yeah. hiring a, a, an aircraft pilot to mm. fly a plane above your property tilt this plane 90 degrees and take a picture straight down because <laughs> that's the only way you're going to get that yeah or tie your camera to a balloon and yeah. <laughs> float Say it up <laughs> but you better have a real long rope yeah. it's just got to go way up there 
Yeah. But so like dealing with customers like that, they're like, don't really understand. Or they're like, they want me to do some like crazy shot where I'm like flying through a house and out the door and turning back and around. And it's just like, that's not how it works. I can edit it to make it look like I've got a, a three axis gimbal that I can put my phone or my camera on and like walk around the house and then pan it backwards and then set the drone up to fly outside. Like, yeah. but it's not like people don't understand that there's a lot more going on behind the final, final video or final photo or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not all one take 99% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. That being said so, with, with like all the stuff you have to think about, you know, the, the cost beforehand, all of the editing work, um, you know, all of the other extra things that, that go into, um, making these drone videos. What, what do you usually charge? Um, well, that's all available on my website. <laughs> I do not have, I don't have it memorized oh, that's, because it's not no like worries. my main source of income, Yeah, but, uh, people will be like, they'll, they'll, first of all, I freaking, I don't want to say this, but I'll say it. I hate it when customers call me and don't email me because like I need time to like plan the job. You know what I'm saying? They'll Mm -hmm. be like, I live at XXX and I need photos taken of my house. Uh, How much will that cost? I was like, well, I'll call you back in a half an hour because I've got to look up the regulations in that area. I've got to like, see if I can even fly. Right. (laughs) And that's, that's another hard thing is people like, especially in battle Creek, because they're around the KBTO airport. There are areas that you cannot fly Mm -hmm. without getting permission from the FAA that takes like up to 90 days and you have to organize it with like, the FAA and the air traffic control tower and like, and the fact that the military is here in battle mm-hmm. Creek too. So oh, yeah. there's, it's not just like you can answer every question that somebody has got over the phone. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll call you back and let you know if I can't even fly. So we'll see. <laughs> I know that's terrible as like, uh, I mean, a business owner or like customer client relationship, but yeah, email me, please. Yes, yeah, please seriously. just email. Me. Having something in writing too is way way nicer because then absolutely if ever happens, you know. For sure, yeah, yeah. I remember that in my business classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, my degree is in business administration, by the way. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, my degree is not. My degree is in hitting things to make noises <laughs> that is fun yeah <laughs> um, piano gooper <laughs> i have my bachelor's in piano mm, basically what is it in? What is it's uh like? it's technically let me see i put it on the wall uh bachelor I saw, yeah i saw you got it yeah bachelor is of music in worship arts so, but yes, my, my primary instrument was piano and I had to do a bunch of classical pieces, which was great. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, I remember you first starting to play music and it was just like, it was natural and it just took off. Yeah. Yeah. So I power to you, brother. 
Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I'm trying to make a business out of it without any of those business classes. So, <laughs> but you don't need them. It's yeah. all just, yeah. Maybe just a few of them actually. Just a few. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll go find some online courses. Yeah, legal Zoom, man. Well, YouTube. Yeah, Beautiful. YouTube. That's it. YouTube. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's free. It's well, free. I don't have a whole lot of stuff other than like your your connection to the music world i know you play drums but you play other instruments too right guitar uh bass mm -hmm. and and i i major in drums <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i really like to play i love to play guitar if i have time to learn the songs mm. because it's, there's so much more you can do uh, emotionally with a guitar than you can the drums, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> it goes from big man hit with stick to big man play smooth. <laughs> <laughs> big man play smooth. Yeah. <laughs> there's our, there's our, uh, our, our slogan. There's our slogan. <laughs> big man play smooth, baby. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, Patrick, for your time. Um, I We were talking earlier in the chat about Rocket League. I don't know if you wanted to play that today or a different day. I'm down, man, whenever. I play. <laughs> I have been like an addict to it. I got the game from a friend of mine for a wedding present in 2016. Mm -hmm. And I played it a little bit, never really got into it. Well... Over Christmas break, uh, I was hanging out with Jordan, uh, my brother-in-law, a lot. And, man, we were just grinding Rocket League, and I freaking, like, I got back into it hard. <laughs> I think it's, I, like, I have a super addictive personality, which is a, a terrible thing to have <laughs> if you get into, like, alcohol or whatever. Right. <laughs> so I don't get into alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... When the summer comes, I will be like out on the golf course as much as possible because I, I like I get super addicted to sports. Like last last winter or the winter before, it was like I bowled all the time. And there was a summer when I did tennis, like got super into tennis and like ping pong. I got a ping pong table. Oh, nice. Dude, ping pong's <laughs> fun. We like ping, ping pong. And, like, I just get, like, overly into things. Well, right now, during this quarantine winter, I got super into Rocket League. So that is, like, all that I'm doing. I feel so bad for my poor wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Ty and I almost um, tried to – we had a friend think that we could – go competitive in rocket league when it first oh. came out <laughs> we like we joined some competitive matches and we're like we're gonna we make probably, some money we probably played three rocket league matches together and went ah oh, we should go pro mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is like one of the only games that it was like a, a an entirely new game to anybody because there was nothing like it yeah mm -hmm. Like it's it's not soccer. You can't, you're not controlling a person. It's not a first person shooter. Mm -hmm. You can't just like get on and be naturally good at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Well, we're going to transition into uh, the debrief section with just Ty and I for a little bit. Uh, but if you want to play. Okay, it, yeah, shoot me a text or whatever. All right. Thanks so much, Pat, for being on. This is uh, the No Tomatoes podcast, and uh, we're going to transition now into our debrief section. All right. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya. Bye. All right. That was such a great episode. I'm really excited um, to play Rocket League now. Um <laughs> And for, if all of you who listen to that rant still don't know what Rocket League is, uh, it's a game where you have cars and you play Do yourself soccer. a favor and play some car soccer. Play some it's car fun. soccer, man. But anyways, um, what was like your favorite takeaway from this episode, Ty? Um, I didn't know drone flying had so many, um, you know... Uh, nuances i guess yeah like the regulations and everything i thought it was just kind of like pat said you know go fly your drone take a picture and it's good but he said that you know it's illegal so yeah um, <laughs> yeah probably don't do that um but yeah no it, it was pretty cool to learn you know someone that knows a little more about it you know being able to tell you what's going on yeah for but, sure it's always like you think something's really simple, but then you look into it. Like even at grocery stores, you know, mm. you're just putting food on shelves, but you got a process you got to go through and all this, yeah. even like paperwork you got to do for stuff. I mean, like usually you're timed as well. I like grocery stores. So there's a mm. lot of different, different stuff you got to do Yeah, for but anything. That's our lesson of the day. It might seem easy, but it probably isn't. There's probably some bureaucracy involved. The government's going to come for you if you don't do it right. Also probably true. Yeah, But we did not do a quote of the day. Um, so you know what? We're going to do it now. And it's just going to be Pat's slogan, which was get above the competition because I thought it was so good. And that's also going to be our recommendation is just check out pat's um youtube channel or his website well our recommendation can also be be easy on people all right be easy easy. because it might be it might be harder than you think oh yeah don't don't be a jerk man there you go yeah don't be a jerk man that's my recommendation (laughs) (laughs) well thank you guys so much for watching this has been the no tomatoes podcast have a great day see you guys